Welcome to The Veteran Doctor. This podcast is for anyone interested to improving their knowledge on veteran-centric topics. Veterans have dedicated their lives to serving our country, so now it's our turn to serve them as they transition back into their civilian lives. We have discovered that there is a lack of knowledge on the availability of resources and how to properly navigate the systems available to veterans when they transition out of the military service. This podcast's purpose is to help bridge this gap of knowledge and guide veterans to resources that they so deserve. The Veteran Doctor is hosted by Dr. John Heinzelman, who has a master's degree in sports and performance psychology and a doctorate in psychology where he specializes in research. He is also a retired Army Airborne Infantry veteran with 22 years of service. So sit back, relax, and enjoy The Veteran Doctor. Good morning, veterans, family, and friends. Welcome back to the 23rd episode of The Veteran Doctor. On this week's episode, we will discuss veterans and hobbies. A hobby is defined as any activity that is done regularly by a person for leisure or pleasure. Finding pleasure in your day-to-day life is essential for everyone, but hobbies are not just a space filler for empty gaps in your schedule. They are often the things that we enjoy the most in this world and give meaning to our lives. Transitioning from a high stressful or physical job like the military and going into civilian life is already challenging enough. Often veterans are struggling with PTSD, mental illness, or physical disabilities. Hobbies can be a a distinct difference between being depressed and unmotivated to giving purpose and satisfaction. In most cases, they are even the difference between life and death. Here are 20 great hobbies that military veterans both share and experience with each other. Number one, fishing. If you love the outdoors, fishing could be a perfect hobby. It is also something that can be done virtually anywhere. If there's a body of water, most likely you can fish in it. You can start with a cheap rod and tackle. Some advice you can get is just go to a local sportsman shop and a fair deal of patience. Then progress from there can be learned. Most states provide discounts for fishing licenses. Number two, camping and hiking. Here is one that outdoor enthusiasts enjoy most. Like, uh, luckily, this hobby can be done for the mild or extreme as you want, depending on how far you want to go and what you want to do. This is a way to enjoy places from from doing everything and disconnecting to from modern technologies. It gets people outdoors into nature while presenting opportunities of being in the water, in a tent, to exploring the natural world in many different ways. Outdoor enthusiasts can find excitement while people who can never have tried it may enjoy it too. Hiking and hunting can be a way to to enjoy being with friends and family and go exploring on excursions or just solo treks. Set up a camp, a camping with trips and friends and see how it goes. Number three, woodworking. Woodworking can be as simple as 
working with a pocket knife on a stick. It can also be as complicated as creating a pristine bowl from a tree burl. There are many, many different kinds of projects you can do and up to a million little projects in between. It can be working with your hands like so many other vets have used to creating something extraordinary from just raw materials. Number four, work with your hands and doing creative art. While woodworking can be a form of art, it may not be the work for you. Veterans often battle with mental and, and physical challenges. To help get past those obstacles, be creative and try working with your hands. Art is an overarching term that can be include painting, needlepoint, writing, photography, taxidermy, or even coloring. Yes, they make coloring books for adults. They are pretty popular too. It is impressive to think that patterns creating something and bringing it to realization. Pottery work is also popular too. Glass blowing has become an opportunity to create something beautiful, beautiful pieces, learning something new and connecting with others. Poetry reading aloud and doing short slams are popular are currently popular where people share stories from their journeys. They nurture the story, share it, and find some peace knowing that sharing a part of their, themselves with to may help other people helping themselves. Art therapy is a therapeutic experience and uses art to help heal people. All of these art forms and types of handy art can be healing. Art therapy is a real thing. Overall, art just makes everyone feel better. It gets you into the zone, a state of mind that is proven to make our brains feel healthier and happier. Do not be discouraged if you think you are a terrible artist. The point is doing it to have an experience from it. Do not, if you do not think you're good, being an artist is not something that you have to be born with. All you have to do is practice. Give it a try. See what you think. Number five, brewing beer. Do you like beer? Are you interested in learning how to make your own? Double check. Brewing could be the hobby for you. When talking about military veteran hobbies, this one comes up pretty often. I don't know if, if it is because soldiers love to drink beer. But in this case, it's a great way to learn a new skill that can maybe save or make, you, or make some money down the road. If it does not pan out, well, you still can drink the beer anyways. Number six, weightlifting or CrossFit. Military veterans are always looking for ways to stay fit after service. And there is already a considerable percentage who have been taking up lifting. Weightlifting or CrossFit is a fantastic sport to increase your health while also increasing your confidence and improving your appearance. Number seven, running. Exercise is an excellent means of stress relief. Running with feet pounding on the ground helps people get out of their repressed emotions. Create a goal to train with someone for a 5K run or maybe other similar goals. Fitness has positive effects like bringing down the blood pressure, levels out the blood sugar, and keeping stress under control. Many veterans usually run on their own but meet up with people to share their goals and make it their new hobby. Number eight, yoga. Yoga has been practiced by thousands of years 
For its physical, mental, and spiritual aspects, military veterans can use yoga as an excellent tool to cope with PTSD and both physiological and physical improvements. Yoga has been deemed as one of the most popular hobbies used by many different foundations and programs to help veterans deal with a wide array of problems. Stress resilience and mental resilience are essential things that yoga teaches the military veterans will find great use in. Number nine, playing a musical instrument. If you have not learned an instrument by now, you may feel like you have missed out on an opportunity, but you're wrong. It's never too late to learn how to play a musical instrument. While it is true that children usually pick up new skills more effortlessly, you can still become an expert guitarist at the age of 30, 40, 50, 60, and beyond. Learning to play an instrument is a stress reliever, confidence builder, and just playing cool. Even the simplest of instruments, a hand drum, is accessible to veterans that can usually very musical or not very musically inclined. Drum cycles and therapeutic drumming is great ways to enjoy a type of musical instrument or experience. Pianos and other instruments can even relieve stress and build confidence as well. This will also provide an expressive outlet for veterans who are struggling with sharing their experiences. Number 10, reading. Reading is a quiet activity, which is excellent for people with loud, active, and busy lives. Not only does it train the brain to think quicker and retain more information, it also helps to transport you into entirely different new worlds. Whether you're interested in sci-fi, romance, or history, everyone has something to gain from reading. Number 11, quad or RC car racing. For those of you who are adrenaline junkies and want to get physical, try quad racing. It is a fast-paced, invigorating, and can help you get that competitive edge back. For those who are not as physically active, you can still race, but RC car racing it lets you participate from a distance. To start quad racing, you can should join with the nearest All-Terrain Vehicle Association, or ATVA, and this will allow you to race in an ATVA-sanctioned quad race and give you the feel, a good feel for the sport. Number 12, water sports. If your area's weather allows it, jet skiing can be expensive for at the initial cost, but then all you have to do is pay for gas. It's a lot of fun. Additional water sports like sailing, spear fishing, scuba diving, paddle boarding, kayaking, and kite surfing are other ways to enjoy the fun too. Surfing is another sport that allows you to enjoy water sports. The ocean can be used as a perfect healing remedy. Surfing is an excellent therapeutic way to promote mental and physical wellness. Several foundations use surfing as a way to help improve veterans' well-being. Number 13, golf. Golf may not seem like it would alleviate stress for some by trying to hit a small ball into a little hole over 500 yards away. However, if you change your perspective, you are outdoors, getting exercise on some of the most beautiful terrain, drinking what? Your favorite alcoholic beverage while you are playing? Please be responsible. Additionally, the more you play, the better you get. Number 14, fishing. Wait a minute, did I mention that before? Well, I'll mention it again. Many people enjoy the outdoors. Some enthusiasts love to sit on the water 
without an outside noise or any contact. It is actually very serene. One of the primary triggers for veterans with PTSD, content stress and anxiety can be noise. Places of peace can provide healing with quiet time away from everyday chaos. Fishing is not about the end game. The goal is to find rest and relaxation away from everything. There's also camaraderie if you can find people that go fishing together. Fishing trips at a cabin by the water can be fun while exploring the wilderness. Find what works for you and give it a try. Number 15, gardening. Playing in the dirt is fantastic for healing. Emotional and physical challenges cannot stop people from getting into the dirt to plant herbs and flowers. Soil therapy is very underrated as it provides people with treatment without a lot of work. Many community-based planting opportunities offer small gardens and plots to join. A veteran can gain from the fruits of their labor by being able to eat the food that they grow. Knowing where the food came from and that person's hands helped produce it is very therapeutic. The witnessing of growth can be something positive amid the veteran's challenges in recovery. Number 16, archery. The sport of archery is a perfect way for strengthening both the mind and the body. Archery requires concentration, technique, discipline, focus, and attention, which are skills that military veterans have been trained and are accustomed to. This perfect sport can make the transition into civilian life more manageable. As your skills improve and you notice your arrows become more consistently accurate, a new sense of fulfillment drives you and your confidence. Number 17, shooting. The sport of shooting is very therapeutic. Concentrating on the fundamentals of shooting to hit a precise target can be very relaxing, along with taking the mental frustrations out on the target. There are actually health benefits to to shooting, and here they are. Physical discipline. To be able to control a firearm, it takes a bit of physical strength. Handguns significantly increase arm and wrist strength. When the pistol is firing, a, when firing a pistol, it is essential to maintain control of the gun after the recoil and steady, or keep the arm steady to ensure proper aim. Rifle firearms take a different arm and body strength, as well as different firing techniques and positions. Depending on the calibers of the weapon, each requires the right strength and stance for adequate control. Along as stamina develops, better hand and eye coordination will follow the firearm practice. Improves eyesight. Shooting does not cure any eye problems. However, it can help exercise your eyes fully capable capabilities. Modern technologies like TVs, computers, phones, and tablets stress your eyes out from, from daily activities. The eyeball uses muscles that actually adjusts to what we are looking at. If our faces are stuck on a screen, we're not using all the muscles of our eyes. This can ultimately lead to imbalances. While shooting, you are looking downrange at a target to acquire proper sight alignment with your weapon and target. This allows the eyes to the opportunity to use different muscles located in the eyes, allowing the, you to exercise different muscles and help proper balance. Mental focus. 
When shooting, it takes a measurable amount of mental focus and discipline to perform well. Depending on what and where you are shooting, you will need to be aware of your surroundings, who is near and around you, and your targets. Additionally, it is essential to learn how to control adrenaline, which can interfere significantly. Military and law enforcement training are continually training to maintain full control, especially under high adrenaline settings. They must ensure that their abilities are controlling their weapons, ammo consumption, and knowing their targets. Many accidentally, accidental shootings and injuries are due to high adrenaline situations and failure to properly operate their weapons safely. When on a range and before or getting your weapons out, take in your surroundings. Make a mental note of who is around and what possible distractions can take place. Stress relief. Many find that the discipline and practice of shooting can be a stress reliever. When shooting, it is time to clear your mind of your problems. Shooting is like your own personal meditation session, where you can focus on yourself and self-improvement. If you suffer from stress, it's time to go shooting and leave your problems at home. Number 18, horseback riding. While dogs have been known to be a, best, a man's best friend, there is another animal in this world who has also been seen by our side, which is a horse. Equine horse therapy has gained massive popularity with veterans by dealing with mental health issues like PTSD. Riding horses helps people keep active in the outdoor setting, build core physical strength, and develop deep bonds with beautiful creatures. Equine therapy programs have been promoting been promoted worldwide, which is becoming more accessible to veterans everywhere. Number 19, cycling. Military veterans are often sustaining injuries from their military service, and cycling provides benefits for their disabilities or inabilities. There are customized bikes like tricycles, and other, others have used to participate in races. Cycling is a fantastic way to boost strength, confidence, and reduce vulnerabilities to stress. Number 20, skiing. Extreme sports like skiing positively use adrenaline to affect negative triggers. Skiing brings an adrenaline rush to veterans and helps put them in a focused state of mind where they live in a special or specific moment. Several programs, foundations of programs like the Vermont Adaptive Ski and Sports Programs use skiing to help treat symptoms of combat PTSD in military veterans. Finding pleasure in daily life is essential for people to feel and experience validation. Hobbies are not just something to fill time when there's nothing else to do. They are significant enrichment for people's lives and bring some joy and peace amidst these challenges. Hobbies are a perfect way to help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, leading to an increase in happiness. It is better to mitigate stress whenever and as much as possible. The best hobbies in the world are the ones which people can enjoy either alone or with others.
Welcome back. We will move on to our next portion of our program, which is called Useful Bits of Information, UBI and Veteran News. And this week, we are not going to do that. And we'll move on to our shout outs. This section is reserved for recognizing new members of our podcast and partners and sponsors who support us in everything we do. We cannot continue this podcast without everyone's support. So thank you. And this week, we do not have any new members or sponsors, so please listen to the next part of our program, which talks about our podcast, Patreon, and sponsorship program. Do you want to be part of something bigger? Do you want to help veterans? Have you thought about helping the veteran doctor? As you may already know, the focus of The Veteran Doctor is to improve your knowledge on veteran-centric topics. The research and information dissemination process can be daunting with the maintenance of literature, books, websites, blogs, podcast episodes, and other administrative necessities. This ultimately takes time, resources, and marketing to reach and support veterans, as well as their very diverse needs. We are so excited about the process of podcasting and the potential impact it can have on the veteran population. To keep going and improve this podcast, we would tremendously be grateful to anyone who can support us in our expansion and growth. We are looking to enhance this podcast quality and would find it more manageable with a bit of support. So if you think you're receiving a few dollars a month worth of entertainment, we would greatly appreciate you investing in The Veteran Doctor. We offer different rewards for different pledge obligations, so please see what may fit your budget. Once again, we appreciate your support. And from all the veterans out there who benefit from this podcast, I'm sure they appreciate your support too. Every program must establish a goal and milestones to determine what is going to be done with the funding. The first goal we're going to reach is a monthly pledge of $500 collectively. The milestones are, number one, help pay for ongoing production costs, hosting fees for websites, blogs, and podcasts. Number two, help purchase rewards for patron supporters. Number three, offset marketing costs for websites, blogs, and podcasts. And number four, help buy new equipment and technology to improve podcast sound and quality. There are different rewards for each monthly donation amounts. The donation amounts range from $1 to $50 a month. The rewards include one or more of the following items listed depending on the level of monthly donation. Some examples of rewards may consist of number one, a thank you on the show or website. Number two, a thank you email. Number three, early access to new episodes. Number four, show swag, t-shirts, bumper stickers, lapel pins, and a pen. Number five, a patron can read a short message on the show. Number six, call in as a special guest. And number seven, a patron can determine a show topic. So if you think you're receiving a few dollars worth of uh, entertainment, come on down and support The Veteran Doctor. As veterans, we have a lot of questions when it comes to transitioning out of the military. Or are you already out of the military and having trouble reintegrating? Are you having issues finding veteran resources? Or do you just want to learn more about veterans? Well, the Veterans Resource and Transition Guide may just be the solution for your issues. This book is available on Amazon.com 
and is in both ebook or paperback. It is a book written to help veterans with research, knowledge, and resources with their transition back into civilian life and beyond. Our society's current problem demonstrates that many veterans, as they transition out of the military, do not have the knowledge, training, or resources to reintegrate back into society properly. They do not know where to go, what to do, and do not even have a sufficient plan to survive. The purpose of this guide is to provide a one-stop and quick reference source of research, knowledge, and resources for veterans to easily reference to give veterans a better understanding of the dynamics of veteran issues, educate veterans on the process of transitioning out of the military, what to do once they get out, develop a plan, and provide resources to help make life a little easier during and after that transitional experience. Additional information has been added for our survivors' benefits for surviving widows and a military 101 class to help educate the civilian workforce on military culture and lifestyle. The guide's additional intent is to make it a living document by taking input from readers and providers on information and resources, providing an annual update to veterans on the ever-changing and developing process of transitioning and resources. This guide will provide resources of knowledge to veterans, helping guide them through their transitional journey. So grab yourself a copy today and get those resources you so deserve. Do you want to learn more about me? Maybe you uh, want to learn more about my new book or future books. What about our new veteran blog? Do you want to learn more about the veteran doctor? Well, my website may be your solution. My author website is up and is available for viewing at www.johneheinzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. This site will provide you with the latest and greatest information on me, my latest literary works, future works, my veteran blog, and this podcast, Veteran Doctor. A unique feature available on the website is the Veteran Blog. The Veteran Blog provides veterans with the latest up-to-date information on veteran-specific topics that affect everyday life, whether challenging or life-enhancing. The purpose of this site is to keep veterans informed and help improve knowledge quicker and on-demand. Subscriptions are available in monthly, weekly, and unlimited access depending on the veteran's informational requirements. The feature of this site will include special features, video, classes, depending on the subscriber access level. Please check it out and try our seven-day free trial. So as this week's episode comes to a close, we hope you enjoyed the information you gained on The Veteran Doctor. Remember, we welcome feedback on this podcast to help improve our quality and content. Or if you have any new ideas, please send them to info at johneheinzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. I hope you come back and visit us on our next episode. So until next time, take care. Be safe and enjoy your week. Have a good one.